Bourbon but here it Brothers is, Podcast. the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. And welcome into the Bourbon and Brothers podcast. My name is Flynn. I'm going to be one of your hosts for the evening. I'm here with my fellow host, Kevin Reynolds. Hello. Andrew. <laughs> Huff Camp. Oh, yeah. How's Andrew? it going, guys? <laughs> <laughs> and pretty. Sorry, I was looking for Andrew. Wait, I was waiting for Jacob. <laughs> This is weird. Hold on, hold on. We got to start over. You called us by different names. This is weird. I don't know. I, he, he said my name. He said my name. Yep. It's fine. Yep. Your name. And then he, he called Hovecamp Andrew and called me I don't know if I've ever pretty. called him Andrew in my life. No. You can see the That force. might be the first time. Like you're, You were yeah. very forcefully doing it. Yeah, that was, that was weird. Okay, so uh, tonight I am having a glass of Eagle Rare sing, uh, Single Barrel. So it's a, a gift from uh, our friend Colin um, came over and he wanted to try one of the bourbons that I had out. And he said, if I give you this uh, little uh, taster of Eagle Rare uh, single barrel, will you accept that as payment? And I said, you could have had the bourbon without a payment. Uh, but yes, I will accept that as well. So it is absolutely delicious. Kevin. Excellent. Excellent. I um I went to Kroger Liquor uh, because a couple weeks ago, you'll recall that that Huffcamp said that uh, you can get Evan Williams single barrel for like twenty three dollars. Now I, I said, you know, nay, sir, that that is incorrect. It's usually close to thirty. And lo and behold, I went to Kroger and wow, twenty three dollars. Uh, he was right. So I I purchased a bottle that week, and then you know Derby happened, and now I I needed more bourbon, so I went back to get another bottle back up to near $30. Furious. Uh, but I looked to the right and I looked to the left and I found that um, on an even better sale was a 10-year-old bullet uh, bourbon for $32 at Kroger, which is a fantastic yep. price for a bullet 10-year. So I'm having that this evening and just sort of bringing that up as an example of, you know, we talk, I think we've talked a lot about rare bourbons versus expensive bourbons and, and things that are hard to find. But there are also things where, where if you shop around the various Kroger liquor stores and your local places where some sometimes prices shift and you can get a tremendous value. Um, and that's one of the things that's really fun about bourbon. So a 10-year-old bullet, um, I texted these guys about it, um, and I was really happy to find it. Uh, probably should have bought two. But, um, you know, the more I keep doing that, the more that the, uh, the, the old – ball and chain has something to say about how much bourbon is in this house so um <laughs> but it is delicious and uh, and i think one of you's had bullet in the past and and we talked about how good it is the 10 years just me even better even yep. better 10 so. year is delicious the barrel strength is my favorite yes. but the 10 yes. years is phenomenal yes so uh andrew uh what are you drinking this evening <laughs> I am called that at work and by like in, I get called that in quarantine all the time. Uh, Whoa. I, Whoa. I really got to mix up these prepositions when I'm trying to make this fun. <laughs> I want to point out. I want to point out. Even your family, from what I know of most of them, does not call you Andrew. Uh, they mostly kind of call you Hovecamp. At least at, at, no, when I've been around. I don't believe you because all of their well, names are Hovecamp. Well, not anymore, but pretty that what no one no one in my family has ever done that. When are you, uh, okay. No. Um, <laughs> no, you're completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. As 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 something of an expert in my family. Uh, <laughs> Fun fact. I concur. 
Um, no, that was I, a perfect um, Jacob Pretty fun fact. So Kay Ray was mentioning the uh, amount of bourbon in the house, and I'm still trying to get mine down to where I can build it back up. Uh, so I'm doing some retread still and sipping on the lovely Cooper's Craft uh, mm. that I obtained uh, from quarantine. Um, so pretty, what are you sipping on? Uh Thanks. Um, first, I want to do a call back over to Flynn. Uh, so, Flynn, you mentioned about Colin bringing over a little taster of bourbon. Um, that is always something that I find. Uh, it, Colin does that especially. He'll he'll do a, a trade. He'll be like, "Oh, can I try this here? I'll I'll, I'll let you have some of this." Uh, and very frequently, I'm like, "Dude, you can just have this. You don't have to trade me." But he usually trades pretty uh, nice bourbon, so I'm always for it. He um, does. He does. Uh, but speaking of Derby, though, uh, I actually have a plethora of four roses uh, because Cat bought a lot of that to mix with mint julep stuff. So uh, I am currently sipping on some four roses uh, bourbon, just the basic four roses bottle. Nothing fancy about it. Uh, but I did find it on sale, though, um, at Kroger. Again, those kind of fluctuating sale prices. Um, it was, uh, you know, it was down like five or six bucks from the usual price, but. Still, still a decent deal, I think. Speaking of Derby, uh, just to, to settle a little bit of podcast business, you might recall in episode eight, um, <laughs> I made a foolish bet that I would eat White Castle or Wendy's every day for a week straight. And I had also said there's no situation where I would choose Wendy's over White Castle. So essentially I bet a shot of my lord <laughs> that I would uh, just – poison my insides for seven straight days. Now, I made it one day, um, and it didn't go well. So um, uh, pretty decided that what a great opportunity to, instead of having me take the shot on the podcast of, of Jepson's Malort, not a sponsor, I uh, he, he decided to ruin the, the, the best two minutes in sports uh, for me. So uh, he brought Malort to my house, the Derby, uh, the, the since um, – Scandalous uh, derby race happened, and when they said, and they're off. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty, pretty ruined it by giving you a shot. And Bob Baffert said, "Here, hold my Jepsons." I mean, hold my (laughs) (laughs) Jepsons, hold my Jepsons and steroids. Yeah, I. uh, So there's a video somewhere that we'll post to the TikToks of me just, uh, just writhing um, from this terrible, (laughs) this terrible shot. Um, But that did happen, Kevin. Was that your longest break of taking a shot of Malort? Yeah, I haven't I haven't had Malort since uh since before quarantine. <laughs> uh <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, I, don't, I honestly I don't think, can't remember. I don't think my girlfriend's ever seen him take Malort. I can't remember <laughs> ever having Malort since my super soft birthday party when we were passing around champagne uh jello shots and <laughs> Flynn had um Made a special champagne jello shot that actually wasn't champagne. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure that was Malort Colin. jello shot. He likes to make trades for bourbon, but he will give well, you a Malort jello shot. Flynn, Flynn was the first. <laughs> Flynn was the person who made sure I got that jello shot as we were yeah, all like, like, happy Flynn. birthday, Kevin. And I had a bad time. Um, <laughs> but it was uh, it was a good time, but I had a bad time. I can't, I don't think I've had Malort since then on purpose. That's fair, fair. Uh, but yeah. You had that Malort, and it looked so great. Uh, also, about the Derby real quick, I I really got real nervous. As the person who uh, was the self-elected uh, 
person in charge of like the betting pools. Uh, as soon as that went down of like, Oh, Medina spirits out. I, and Kristen like messaged me or, or put it on the Facebooks. And I was like, Oh gosh, well, I barely remember who I paid what out to. So there's no way that uh, why, we're that's rectifying this. That's why being in charge of betting is risky at the derby parties, but pretty, uh, yep. why don't you go ahead and lead us into some debates? All right, so we've got nerd debate for you. So uh, it's been a while since we've had one of these, uh, but essentially, just to remind everyone, this is uh, where we each bring up some type of um, uh, either you know what's the best this or what is the uh, what is the thing that is kind of on our mind in terms of nerddom uh, that we would like to know from our fellow co-hosts what their opinion is, uh, and then the person who asked the question is the one who gets to decide uh, who. Uh, if you're Flynn, you're deciding who gives the best argument, not necessarily who's <laughs> no, right. Or who reads his mind. Uh, or really who yeah, yeah, agrees with his mind. Or reads his mind. I'm the best right. judge uh, on here. If you're, if you're Kevin, you're deciding who agrees with Kevin the most. Uh, and if you're myself or Hovecamp, you're deciding, oh, who has the best answer. So anyways, with that, we're going to get started with a nerd don't, debate. Don't you uh, dare, pretty, lump yourself <laughs> in with the Pretty is the best judge on this show. Don't let him say anything is, negative about you. That is you. absolutely you are perfect. false. Need well I done. remind you about the fiasco <laughs> no, that was Jacob is the, the perfect host. Versus he is A1. very, very fair. He is knowledgeable. He is smart. He is pretty. He's kind. He's great. So let's move forward. <laughs> well, with that, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think I'm going last. But, Kevin, you're up first. So, Kevin, what Excellent. is your nerd debate? Excellent. I, I love how Huffcamp will never forgive Flynn and Pretty for the Aragorn disaster. <laughs> it's mostly Pretty that 10. I won't forgive. I understand. I understand. So, um, so today is May 11th, and, and this is our first recording since May the 4th. So, uh, I will say to all of our listeners, may the 4th be with you. And uh, and happy Star Wars Day! Um, it's the second most important <laughs> day in May. Um, you know, in, in that first week of May, obviously Derby is always number one, but May the Fourth is an important holiday to celebrate. Um, I was very excited to send my son Sam to daycare in Millennium Falcon socks. Uh, I had matching R two D two socks, um, though mine were uh, only slightly larger than his. Do you guys, um, do you guys remember when Pretty is like the self proclaimed biggest Star Wars fan ever? Had to create a holiday and just made a jingle about Tax Day instead of making a jingle about May the Fourth. Because <laughs> it already exists. May the Fourth yeah, already exists. Tax Day. <laughs> okay, next week I'm going to play you my jingle for May the Fourth. I'm bringing wait. my May the Fourth jingle next week. Anyways, I, go we're ahead. Still Kevin. waiting for Continue. Gotta Learn, um, <laughs> the the yes. hit single Usher parody. Um, yep. Me too. <laughs> I can't wait. So you know, one of the things I, I I do every May the Fourth is I watch a Star Wars film, and you know we've I had I had started to think you know let's talk about how we're ranking the various Star Wars films and and. But it, it wouldn't really be fair, as this group had a very heated debate on Twitter already um, <laughs> from our own accounts, sparked by Flynn. So if you want to see where we where we rank the different um, Star Wars films, uh, at, you know, from whatever, just just go go to Aired B and B A I R E D B and B on on our uh, Twitter Facebook page um, and follow along with that debate, which took place earlier this week. But. Um, but it got me thinking. So I watched Star Wars: A New Hope, which I think is the um, I think is the best Star Wars film. 
And because it's the original, it's the one I'm is, it holds most nostalgia for me. Well, it's yeah, the one I can't. You went I to the premiere, wait. didn't you? Shut up! I can't <laughs> wait to uh, watch it with my son for the first time because he will watch it in the order in which they were released, not the order in which they are happening chronologically, as it should be. But one of the things that happens early on in that in that film is Han Solo has just agreed to take. Luke and Obi-Wan Kenobi to their destination and, you know, to get them past with, with no questions asked. Luke is selling the speeder and Han is there and he is approached by Greedo, who is a bounty hunter searching for him from that has been hired by Jabba the Hutt. And they sit down and they have this banter back and forth and a shot is fired. Um, potentially two shots are fired, depending on when you watch and what you watch. And uh, Han shoots Greedo under the table. Greedo falls uh, flat and dies, and Han moves about his business. And Star Wars people just care so much about who shot first. If you, if you Google who shot first, it doesn't come up about Hamilton and Aaron Burr. It doesn't come up about any of these other things that happen in history. It's did Han or Greedo shoot first in Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. And, I, you know, I, I've debated it. I, I'll confess I've debated it throughout my time uh, as a Star Wars fan. But watching it this time, I was like, you know, who cares? It does nothing to forward the plot at all. It does nothing. To, the argument is... Uh, Han was supposed to shoot first, uh, and then George Lucas had Greedo um, look like he was going to shoot first, so Han had a reason to do it because it's a good character arc moment. And no, it isn't. No, it isn't. It's not interesting. It's just who he is, and it's the stupidest fan debate that I think exists out there in nerddom. And so I'm not interested in the three of yours feedback on that particular case up front. And it, I welcome you to give it, but I don't think we have time because uh, I know that Pretty will have lots of thoughts. And I think even Flynn has has thoughts on this particular topic, which is fascinating. But um, <laughs> but I would like to know, other than who shot first, what is a debate that happens in nerddom that people sit around and argue about that you think is as stupid, if not more stupid, than the who shot first example. And so the three of you are going to give me an example of a stupid who shot first fan debate that takes place, and I will tell you which of you is right, which is the stupidest example from nerddom, um, and, and we'll see. We'll see. And, and this is tricky because you might not know where I stand on some of these, and, and I might be passionate. You know how passionate I am about belts and uh, sandwiches and hot dogs. So, you know, some things might be important to me that you don't know. But let's, let's go. I'm interested to see whoever wants to go first, just go. Um, let, go. Let's see who's up there. Go ahead. I'll go. So, you know, the best swordsman in Lord of the Rings... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, not a debate that it, not a fan debate people have because well it's so clear. Uh, well done. Yeah, well okay. done. Uh, yeah, it's clear that I won. <clears throat> um, so, uh, you know, I thinking about this topic, I, I I could go with who is the best doctor in Doctor Who, um, but it's quite clearly David Tennant and. <laughs> Like, I can hear an argument for Matt Smith, but nobody has ever made that argument, I don't think. So, Flynn, are you the only one that's watched Doctor Who? Yeah, and that's why I'm not going to do yes. it because none of you have watched it. But <laughs> you all should drop it. Everybody and every, yeah. I feel like we're all just like who cares. That's it's a great, it's a that's great, great show. Example. You should, you should, you should absolutely show. watch it. It is a good um, show. 
But the stupidest debate that I think is out there in nerddom is, should Hermione have ended up with Harry? It is so stupid because, oh, okay, J.K. Rowling came out and said Hermione, she she shouldn't have put Hermione and Ron together. I really don't care what J.K. Rowling has to say after she wrote the books about literally anything. And so the debate about whether Hermione should have ended up with Harry or Ron is irrelevant. It doesn't make her any different of a witch. It doesn't make either of them any different of a, of a wizard. Um, it doesn't change anything about the plot, in my opinion, other than it might have made Ron a better person, potentially. Um, and that is you know, debatable, even. So, you know, I think that, you know, people debate that all the time. And and I, I think that defining Hermione based on who she ends up in a romantic relationship is also not good for her character because she is such a strong and like the strongest of the three of them, potentially the strongest student at Hogwarts at all. Um and the smartest for sure. So, you know, I, I think that it's a stupid debate. I, I, I Every time someone says it, I, I tune out and do not care. Hmm. So I came prepared with two of these just in case, and Flynn just took my backup uh, stupid debate. So I'm going to jump in ahead of Pretty just in case he would take my number one. <laughs> um, and I will uh, not do what I think everyone else has done and further Flynn's argument in the name of competitiveness here. <laughs> Um, so, but it's a good example. Uh, for me, it is, and you I'm going to do said, a little, <laughs> I agree with Flynn, but <laughs> <laughs> that was my backup. It was my backup for a reason because there is one that is better. Um, and I'm going to do a little, uh, Lord of the Rings fellowship spoiler here. Um, Gandalf fights a Balrog in fellowship. The Balrog lassos him and he falls down and he's hanging out there about to die put that in air quotes and uh he yells to or whispers audibly to the fellowship fly you fools and then he falls down where he will battle about balrog but it is perceived to die people argue what he meant did he mean to go fly the eagles did he mean to literally fly uh, was he just telling them to go away why does he say fly you fools was gandalf's plan the whole time to take the eagles and much like Flynn's, but even more so on this one, who cares? What does it matter what Gandalf was maybe thinking about how he could possibly get to to the, the ring? It went awry. What does it matter if he was trying to secretly convey to Aragorn whether to go take the eagles? And also, why, why wouldn't he just say, take the eagles also? But why, why does that matter? What changes, if Aragorn misunderstands it, who cares? Is Aragorn any less? Is the Fellowship change what they do? If Gandalf was trying to fly, again, it went awry. You have to adapt and overcome. The plot doesn't change. The plot is worse if they're just trying to get to the eagles. So stop debating it. He fell. He's a wizard. He talks differently. Fly, you fools, was him way of just saying, get the hell out of here. There's a Balrog down there, and the orcs are shooting more arrows. So go. Get out of here. And I, I just don't understand why people debate that and why people have opinions on it. I think it's just a cool thing. It's like, hey, he could have meant that. And if it goes beyond that, which it has, um, it's irrelevant, pointless, and doesn't need to happen. Um, point of question. <laughs> I, um, is, uh, is that in the books? I don't remember. It has been ages since I read The Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, I, I don't want to say with 100% certainty, but I'm almost I don't positive. I think it is. He does, I thought he does say Fly You Fools in the book. 
Okay. I think that's. Right, a I'm gonna do quote, some homework be before next time. That's interesting could be to me. Okay. 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 All right. Pretty. Uh. <clears throat> so. First of all, Kevin, you posing this as a question, I was like, oh man, this is going to be tough. Uh, hilariously, Flynn and Hovecamp, those were both questions that I seriously was going to pose in this nerd debate tonight. <laughs> so uh, glad I didn't. Um, glad I pivoted. Uh, but for me, the stupidest uh, debate, uh, hashtag Honshot first, is actually... The uh, not a pop culture debate, but uh, do you all remember the dress? Yes, yes, uh, the blue and the white and gold, or blue and black, blue dress. and black, yeah. or white and gold yes. dress. <clears throat> Absolutely, and you can literally Google illusions. the dress, and it has its own Wikipedia page where it gives you, you know, all of the actual facts because Wikipedia is a credible source, yeah. right, Flynn? Right, but mm-hmm. the dress for me is the stupidest uh, debate. We'll just we'll call it fan debate, sure, because you were either team uh, gold and white or team uh, black and blue. I can't yeah. remember. Anyways, yeah. uh, literally, I'm looking at a picture of it now, and I still see it as gold and white. But I think it's just dumb because they came out with like scientific fact of like depending on how you're, it, it, they're like it's not it's not one or the other. It can be either depending on how your eyes uh, take in light. You can. Um, if you naturally, I can't remember the science on it, but so you, you are inclined the, to see the it fact one that way there or the is other, science people on got it. so, <laughs> right. I still show got that. So heated about I it. I still show stuff about that in my class, uh, to, to talk about how we all perceive things differently. And like these Gen Zers are like, I don't even remember this. I didn't, I, I was four. So, uh, it's infuriating. Oh, Absolutely. I, I know for a I fact, see like, they were like, hey, this is the actual dress. And I was, <laughs> and you know that it's a blue and black dress. And I'm like, nope, it's still white and gold. Can't see it. It is Knowing white and gold. That it's Thank the, you for it's, sharing it's your screen to prove that Wikipedia is a thing. Appreciate <laughs> yeah, it's it. A so, social networking <laughs> service is on here. Um, I don't know. I feel like we've all had it out. And in the name of not having to look at this dress any longer, I'm happy for Kevin to, to share his insights into our debate. Yeah, this is interesting because um, – I actually, so I disagree with Pretty. I like I like you bringing it into something that that people are there, but I I actually loved that whole experience because, as we've talked about, I don't care for most people, and I love finding you know obscure ways to eliminate half of my half of the people in in my life, and so the 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 blue and black crowd. I know none of the three of you are blue and black people because I still talk to you, and everyone else was wrong. Um, the um, the Lord I of the Rings. I see blue and gold. It's weird. I see. Yeah, nope. I see blue and gold. Nope. All right. So Flint is in fact now out of Kevin's life. Okay. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. And I, so uh, I like both. It's weird. And with that, this has been a great podcast. Uh, check the you know click the and link there to were subscribe. Um, <laughs> bourbon and and two guys. So um, no, I think here's what I'll say. I agree with Flynn that that's one of the stupidest things for people to talk about because um, because it's it's it wasn't written that way. So why talk about it? Like what what's the what's the actual point? Huffcamp, I agree with you, but I also think that I'm interested in berating anyone who thinks that that's what he was trying to, to communicate to Aragorn because it's so not the case because there are so many things that take place in both the book and movie where if that was what he was trying to communicate, he would have already done it. So I agree with you that it's that, 
Um, it's infuriating as a case study, um, but it's not really a debate. Some people are just dumb. Flynn gave the best example of something where intelligent people have this debate, um, and there's no reason to. So I'm going to give the win uh, by by a nose to Flynn um, on this one, and I think, Flynn, actually you are up next. Yes, I am. So I'll be interested to see if there, if the post-race uh, drug test will show anything on Flynn's, and we'll see if I do, do in fact, come out the victor. <laughs> I mean, you're the one that's going to be doing steroids in the gym over here, okay? Uh, so my my topic is Disney movies. And so um, coming at it from a little bit of a different angle here, um, my question to you is if you were to change one small plot point in any of the movies, what movie would have the most effect by changing one small plot point. And so I want you to like butterfly effect it, change something small in the plot and then extrapolate it out and tell me a little bit more about how it changed the movie. Okay. I'm going to change, I'm going to do this. Yeah. I think I can easily do a little something that might change the movie so drastically. Um, and that is if the henchman for Hades dropped every last drop into Hercules uh, because yes. then Hercules dies and the movie ends and Hades wins. So there, if he, anybody he is can, the Disney can villain that up. came closest to winning, That's I don't like, true. I don't like that. We keep harboring back to the debates. I lost most heatedly and, and praise the judge in all of them. Anyway, I think that uh, if a movie is more drastically changed than the complete opposite of it happening, um, by one small drop of liquid, um, then then I'd be open to losing this debate. But I'm hoping that I beat everyone to the the correct answer. Or like he just becomes you know a salesman and has you know one of the best like uh, pottery sales business in all of ancient Greece. No, it was actually going to kill him, bro. I'm pretty it was, sure it was the, the, the yeah it was a it death potion. Yeah. No, it it was supposed to make him a hundred percent mortal, and he retained no, he was his, his godlike mortal. strength because it, he there was a drop that was left. No, he, no pretty's right. No, no, pretty's no, right. He, I thought he, he was became die. he was going to die if he drank every drop, but no. Herc, because he didn't, he was able no. to you, be mortal. Hove, Hove, I love you. You're wrong. He was a hundred percent god. He drank the potion, so he was now ninety nine percent human, and so he could be killed, but had strength. But the the he had to drink the whole thing so that they could kill him. It wasn't designed to kill him. That's why they were still there. So I, I pretty's right on this. I, I don't say that I don't say that often, but that's true. Yeah, I'll go next though, because uh, I think I've got a very minute change that'll really drastically affect everything. Uh, so in the Lion King, um, in the song in which Simba is singing, "I just can't wait to be king." If you change the lyric from the lyric as it's written, where it is standing in the spotlight to just standing spotlight, then all of a sudden Simba's got this kind of whole different vibe about him. He's not talking with like, you know, proper like grammatical sentences. Uh, We realize that he's got a little bit more of a theatrical flair, standing spotlight, you know, like standing front and center. And then I think he doesn't. Uh, come back when Nala says, hey, come back. He just keeps going with Timon and Pumbaa uh, and, you know, Hakuna Matata the rest of his days and Scar wins. 
You did that on purpose. Well, Nala would have clearly Nala would have lost all respect for him if he wouldn't have spoken that. <laughs> yeah, if he fully, actually so. said standing spotlight, Nala would have immediately left him. <laughs> okay, if you're listening, you can't see me, but I am steaming mad. So you, wow. Okay, so that was a straight call out. You should just, oh man. And you, at, I, at you him. previously said you agree with me on this. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, when he's singing along to that song, he says. Everybody look left, everybody look li- right, everywhere you look, I'm standing spotlight. He does I not. recognize, I recognize that the lyric is standing in the spotlight, but that's not what he sings. Uh, you could slow it down, you could do whatever you want. Disney you puts a little sing along song. No, he says standing spotlight, and it works better. It would be a better lyric. But it doesn't make the movie better. It's just Pretty's just trying to get a rise out of me. And he has done so. You have done so, sir. I support it. Okay. I like it. Well, well, Kevin, uh, if you can recover, I, fluster I think, away. I think that the, um, the three people who listened to the uh, Aladdin podcast uh, know that my real answer is they take 10 seconds and pass the lamp around and do a bunch of really great stuff at the end of Aladdin and then free the genie, uh, which would have been fine. And I, and I think that that's good to go. Um, but the real answer that I'm going to give now is Snow White. The movie is about to end and the prince shows up and he sees Snow White sleeping there. And the prince walks over and says, we need to get this woman some help. Um, can we carry her to safety? Let's get her a doctor. Um, and they, they go to a hospital and see if they can wait for her to wake from the coma. Uh, what he doesn't do is kiss her without her consent. Um, because the prince in my version of Snow White recognizes that you don't kiss strange women, strangers who are women, uh, or any woman without their consent. It's not a good message for us to be sending Prince Charming, hero of the film. What is his one act? Uh, he, he kisses a woman on the lips without her consent. It is not appropriate. Um, and would have, it, it might not have changed the movie uh, happily ever after, after for the better, uh, but what what a great, like if they were to do a, a re-release today, you know, like they did a live action re-release of Snow White. And at the end, you know, Zac Efron, who I assume is playing the prince, looks up from, uh, you know, Anna Kendrick because she's in everything. Um, and he's about to kiss her and then he just looks straight at the camera like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, straight at the camera. And he says, you know, kissing her right now would be completely inappropriate. And then the movie goes to credits. That's Aren't what they- I would do. Aren't they privy to, like, the prophecy to where, like, a prince, like, true love's kiss can wake her? No. I feel like the prince does this with bets hedged that he can wake her up. That's 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 in Sleeping Beauty. That's where there's a prophecy. That is not in whatever. Snow White. Snow White. Uh, so many points of note to – points of note, <laughs> not order, but points of note to bring up. First off, uh, Kevin, not to correct you, but I'm going to correct you. Prince Charming is Cinderella. Uh, Prince Florian is Snow White. Uh, secondly, they definitely did That's do true. a live action uh, Snow White release, and Kristen Stewart was playing uh, That's gross, Snow man. White. That's slightly, <laughs> slightly. That's Casting. not exactly the Disney re-release like they'd been doing live action, but yeah, I, yeah. You know, 
they didn't they didn't have a prince and instead i think it was chris hemsworth one of the chris hemsworth, hemsworth brothers there, I think there was, was like right. the hum, huntsman all right let me bring this back in so Anyways. um uh pretty <laughs> i don't think your uh change actually changes the movie uh it's a funny thing to get kevin to be a little pissy and it it worked but uh <laughs> and so i appreciate the effort um Kevin, I agree with your premise clearly, but uh, it doesn't change the movie much. It just changes our perceptions of things. Um, whether if or not... If Snow White doesn't wake up, the movie's different. I, I mean, that's just true. Yeah, it's different, but it's not as different as if Hercules, one, were killed, or two, were just completely mortal, completely, and yeah. it becomes like an accountant or something like that. And so um, I'm going to give the wind to Hovecamp there. It, it does change the movie quite, quite, bah. A, quite a bit. Bah. Flynn's judgment skills greater than pretty's. Uh, so I'm going to jump us Whatever. right Go into, ahead, <laughs> into the, the third one here. Um, we're going to talk about some little kid shows. And I have uh, two little nieces that I um, get to enjoy. And I know Flynn and Kevin uh, have their own small children uh, that they probably have to watch more kids' shows than ever. So, Pretty, you're probably going to get to go first on this one just to let the, <laughs> the two more experts um, <laughs> go last and, re- and give you the pick. But I want to know what little kids' show either – I mean, do you not let your kid watch or do you – uh, did you not get to watch because the message is so bad or like the, the, what they're trying to convey is, is pointless. It, whatever the reason is, I have one that has popped up into my mind from, um, my sisters, but I don't want to, to taint anyone's possible, uh, possible answers here, but really just like, so when you're watching this kid's show and I'm not talking about like a a show that we would watch on Nickelodeon, like the Y seven or whatever. I'm talking for little kids, tots, Barney, Sesame street, those types of shows, that age group. Um, what are the, what are you, what are you watching? What's on TV today or when you were little that you're like, this is, this is not helping these kids be better kids. Um, can I defer? Cause I don't think I, I need like some time to think on this one. <laughs> I the okay. Um I don't love the I'm going to I'm going to give two I'm going to give a non-answer and then a real answer. Um the non-answer is the ones I'm currently watching with my 19-month-old are Coco Melon, Thomas the Tank Engine and Peppa Pig. Um and Coco Melon is problematic only in the sense that the songs about mom and dad only reinforce gender norm stereotypes that really don't even exist in our home. Um, so I don't love that. But the answer I'll give, because I think it it, it affected my childhood the most, um, is Lamb Chops. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> Lamb Chops is this adorable little lamb. And the whole show is about this lamb and the singing along and the things that happen. And everything's fine, except her name is Lamb Chops. And that's just like, that's like saying, like, I got our friend's friend's, uh, daughter, a Peppa Pig, like a Tickle Me Elmo, but it was Peppa Pig. And it was like, give me a hug, Peppa Pig. And I got that for them, uh, for their daughter. She was turning one. And uh, and then I sent them a funny text message, which was a, a photo of bacon bits, and it said Peppa Pig jigsaw puzzle. Um, <laughs> and I thought that that was particularly uh, clever and uh, horrible at the same time. Um, 
I, that same thing that's funny about the Peppa Pig Bacon Bits joke is true about the fact that this whole show is called Lamb Chops Play Along, and it's it's adults playing with this little lamb, and it's, it's it, it, you know it. Uh, it just feels wrong. It just feels wrong. <laughs> the whole thing feels wrong. That's my answer. Speaking of thing, of uh, feeling wrong, uh, <clears throat> I've always been a little creeped out by claymation. Uh, I've you know every time I watch anything claymation, it it kind of weirds me out. But um, my son uh, will really only watch two shows. Um, one he's just okay with, and one and the other one is called Little Baby Bum. And he is he 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 will sit down and watch that show for hours on end. All it Same. is 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 nursery rhymes, and so it has no problems with it. They have some stupid lyrics like "If you see an alligator, don't forget to scream." I'm like the alligator is gonna eat the kid if they scream. But anyway. <laughs> Um, they, they hunt based on screens. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, but the other one is called Fireman Sam, um, and it's 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 based in Scotland. Uh, he loves fire trucks, my son, and and so it's it's called Fireman Sam. It's based on in Scotland, and uh, it's about this this fireman that it's the small town, um, and there's this little kid, little redheaded kid, because clearly. He's redheaded. Uh, his name is Norman, and he He's screws Scottish. up something in the town every single episode. And what it teaches kids is if you mess up enough, the fire department's just going to come bail you out with helicopters and stuff, spending <laughs> money that they don't need to spend. And so at the end of the episode, Norman never gets punished. It's like he got stuck. He, he, he literally, one episode, exploded an entire forest, and they had to come with, like, helicopters and stuff. And they were just like, Norman, stop being Norman. And like walked away. <laughs> like it just teaches kids that they can do anything without consequence. It's so stupid. Uh, Don't start wildfires anymore. <laughs> right. They were just like, oh, that's Norman. I'm like, no, that no, punish that kid. Can uh, I do stop that? Stop normalizing Norman. <laughs> um Okay, so I, I was really I was really torn. Um, you know, I, I but I, I had a strong case for Bob the Builder, uh, basically kind of basing off of Flynn's uh, experience with live electrical wires and, <laughs> you know, the can-do can do attitude. Um, but I'm going to go with the one that I, I actually remember uh, not uh, like my little sisters. I don't think we really let them watch it a whole lot. And that was Teletubbies. It's Weird. creepy. Yeah. Not so much because of the message, but because it... Just creepy, creepy mm-hmm. and just kind of like they they talk this like language that doesn't quite make sense and if you go back and watch it now especially if you watch it without the the backing like you can find it on youtube without like the the musical backing track it's like real creepy it's like some weird alien stuff like the way they blink and stuff and the like vacuumy thing so really i i would say that one uh more for the scare factor and the creepiness factor not so much the message Yep. I was I was expecting someone to go with Peppa Pig, as Kevin mentioned, because I, I have seen one episode of it and it is the most annoying, like just like it's it's a British pig talking about nothing helpful and then the well, show ends. And it's and, very it's very stereotypical British because the names of the pigs are Mummy Pig, Daddy Pig, Peppa Pig, and George. 
And, you know, it's like if there's going to be, exactly. you know, we're not going to give and, this and person I'm all, anything. I'm already George. upset. Uh, so I get I get why that one was is the least favorite of both of my sisters. Um, I think I think the winner here is Flynn. I'll reciprocate uh, the deal we yeah. made before the show started to give each other the wins on our debates. Um and and I I the lamb chops is hilariously awful. Teletubbies is super creepy, but I can't have someone starting wildfires and getting away with it. That's I will say I will say Kevin Kevin uh, and I and our wives have a, a little group text about children's shows that we find that our sons just stare at the screen and conk out. Um, and one time, uh, Kristen texted <laughs> and she was like, we found this n- new show called Booba. Um, uh, <laughs> Kevin, Ke- Kevin found it and I was, and it's spelled B O O B A. And I was like, I'm pretty sure Kevin just searched boobs say, and he misspelled well, it in Netflix. They are right now. I'm looking at the keyboard. They are right next to each other. Uh, and Kevin clearly was trying to Google some boobs, uh, came up Booba and, and really, really show. lucky out that Booba is a children's show. Yeah. Let me just tell you, we, we call that the stupid guy. Um, I'm like, Sam, you want to so watch the stupid? You want to watch the stupid guy? It is so dumb. But it's it, very is, stupid. it is one of we, those. We watched one, like, one episode. Oh. It, it, for, for Sam in the morning, it's like if I if I needed to, you know, go mow the lawn for for an hour and a half and just leave my child to his own wits. If I put Boba on, or I guess Booba, or, or stupid guy show, it, it it's mesmerizing to kids, but it's it's also problematic because it's just so stupid. Yeah, um, it's non-intelligible. No, yeah. it's not. No. <laughs> well, speaking of non-intelligible, uh, Judge Pretty, Pretty, you're up next. Yeah, good job. Good job. Great transition. Wow, thanks. That was great segue. Uh, okay, my nerd de- nerd debate topic isn't so much a, a heavy debate. It's more of just I, I want to know your all's opinions and you guess my mind. Uh, so, anyways, uh, you know, over the years we've all played the hit Nintendo game Super Smash Brothers at least once or twice. It's a great, great party game to play. Um, and there's been many iterations over the years. I've got the most recent one where there's 75 playable characters. But on the original Nintendo I'm bad 64 at 18 one, characters, I can't be bad at 75. That's excessive. <laughs> right? No, it's impossible. On the original, yeah, <laughs> on the original N64 one, I want to know from you all who was the best Super Smash Brothers character. I, I have to go first. I have so many things to say, and I don't know if I'll even let you guys talk. Here's what's true: <laughs> if you know how to play the game, like and know all the buttons. Pikachu is by far the best character. It is so unfair how much better Pikachu is than the other characters. I'm talking to you, James Wallingford. I'm talking to you, Joe Delabella. I'm talking to you, Chris Wallace. The three of you made my freshman year of college a living hell because you just played with this incredible character and you knew all the buttons and no one can beat you. And if you play with Pikachu and you listen to this podcast, please stop because you are a horrible, lazy human being and you know what you're doing. It's like saying, you know, choose your weapon and it's like machine gun or dagger. It's like, you know, it's like in Indiana Jones when the guy shows up and he's and he's, you know, flinging the 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 rapier around or whatever it is and then <laughs> Indiana Jones just shoots him and walks off. It's hilarious. But it's just true that Pikachu is so much better. So it's not the best character. Hooray it, it, for stop. gun violence. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. We're in good. All right. So it's not. He's, he's, he's not. He's not. He is definitely the best 
most super powerful character. Um, he's not he's not the character you should choose. Honorable people. The, the character. Choose. There's only so many characters, Kevin. You can't I, choose I, them I, all. I told you. I'm, I, I told you. I'm, <laughs> listen, I'm going to jump so, in here. I'm going to jump no, in here. No, then. No, Kevin's no, done. Kevin's no, done. No, Mute his mic. No. Mute his mic. <laughs> Kevin picks Pikachu. I'm going to jump in here. I did not take here. Pikachu. Uh, and basically, oh. I'm, you didn't take Pikachu? No. He's Is not the, the best character. Question? Then who, okay. who's the okay? Who's the, I think he's taking Pikachu off the board. I'm taking Pikachu saying. off the board because that's it's just so unfair. But the right answer is Fox. Fox is the best character out of all of them. Um, he is the best character. He's the most honorable. He is the gentleman's character. Fox is Star Fox is who you go for in every situation. If you're not a sorority woman playing with Kirby and you're not an idiot, mean, lazy Jack person playing with Pikachu, then and you're and you decide to play this game like a gentleman, you play with Fox. Uh, end rant. Okay, so Pretty's question was who's the best character in Super Smash Brothers? Um, Kevin went on a massive rant about why it's Pikachu, then chose somebody else, and is going to just let me argue that Pikachu is the actual answer to Pretty's question. I don't care. You here. can't. You can't pull it off the board. There's only 18 characters. You're, what do you, you want me to do? You're going to leave Samus? You mentioned half of them almost. Um, I am not if as you good figured as out by other now, people. I do what I want. <laughs> Uh, Czlak and Colin are both uh, better than me at this game uh, by a lot. And it really often never even a little bit matters who I choose. Uh, however, I have beaten them before, and it's with Pikachu. The reason is, is because Pikachu is better. Uh, and because my discrepancy can be mitigated a little bit if I have a slightly superior character. So, yeah, it's Pikachu because I have won against better people with Pikachu, and I lose real fast when I don't have Pikachu. A quick quick point of order. He's not slightly superior. He is significantly superior. Um, so, yeah. you know, I sure. was I was thinking between my characters. Anyways, now Flynn was, gets to pick Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I was thinking between two characters, and the only reason I uh, would even remotely consider Falcon uh, is to scream Falcon Punch, and like you know, that's that's uh, every time every time that happened. Um, but Hope Cape and I are as good of as each other uh at smash brothers and we're bad and so every time i play smash brothers i want to survive it's like do you want to be kato in the hunger games or do you want to be rue and i choose to be rue and so i pick kirby uh, so that uh, I, don't, I, can... <laughs> I, I don't think that it works out well for either of them yeah, everyone dies in Smash too because you go against Pikachu. Uh, so, so do you want to die a bloody, gruesome death, or do you want to die a horrific death? I want to die by floating around and letting everyone fight each other, and then coming down like a hammer every time I want to do it. And then I just float around. Sometimes I come down as a hammer, and I just miss the map, and that's on me. But so I pick Kirby. It's it's the most fun to play as because you're just causing havoc and floating around, uh, oh being being uh, a bubble. Okay, uh, first off, Hove Camp, there's 12 characters in the OG. I don't know where you got 18. <laughs> I just, in my mind, there's nine on the top and nine on the bottom. If it's 12, it makes oh, it even gotcha. worse. <laughs> Maybe yeah, it was six yeah. on the top, six on the bottom. Uh, I, I No, there's more than that. No, there's only 12. 
It's literally Mario, Luigi, Samus. I'm not going to go through them all, but yeah, 12. I'm looking through the list. It's twelve. Well, you got to add you got to add Ness and Captain Falcon and and like Metal nope, and all those, those other people are, too. Those are on there. Okay, still twelve. Those are on there. Yeah, man, you're you're thinking melee. There's more so melee. Kevin just list, Kevin just listed like a quarter of them. Then <laughs> he did. He did. He did. Um, never. Did. Flynn, if you would have picked Captain Falcon, I would have given you the win right there. I would have just stopped you and just said you win because that's my favorite <laughs> character because that's what we were playing is read my mind. Uh, I, but, I do love no, the I best do. character yeah. of those. The best character of those listed. Uh, Kevin was right. It's Pikachu. Pikachu is the he, best he did, character. That was mine. Pikachu. That was mine. I know. You are that's so what I'm bad saying. at no, judging. No, you gave the that's win to what Kevin I'm saying. My answer. <laughs> no, Kevin was right in saying that Pikachu is the best character, and he should have picked him because Pikachu <laughs> is the best character. That's true. It is very true, though. It is known. So did did Hovkip and I win both debates tonight? Yes. There's no, three. Nice. Yeah. But yes, no, four debates. Won. This is the first yeah, time two, I two. haven't won the majority two. of the debates, and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> nice. I think this means we got to play Super Smash Brothers together. I think so. this means we get we get to play a game. I was going to say, say, in the oh, spirit wow. of like beating each other up uh, <laughs> and going to the doctor, maybe. Flynn, what do you got for us? But first, some words from another podcast you should check out. Do you like murder? True crime? Real-life documentaries? Well, that's not this podcast. We talk about our favorite movies, least favorite movies, and on occasion, brand new movies. Do you want to feel validated in your hatred of a movie or a character? Do you want someone who also notices the odd clothing choices or which villain is actually a low-key hero? Then tune in to Two Chicks Talking Flicks, episodes available on all streaming platforms. Questionable medical advice. Hmm. So I think um, so. So at the the end of this episode, uh, we're gonna do two game like episodes. But the first one, um, I'm gonna give a shout out to my friend Cora, who who is a uh, listener from the beginning, one of our uh, most loyal listeners. She's the listener of the week uh, because she the week. for sure. Because she has helped us produce this segment. And so Cora um, works in the medical field. Uh, she works in a hospital. Um, you, you could say that she gives medical advice on the daily. Um, and, and she texted me and she was like, whoever your friend is that says doctors don't know anything uh, is clearly wrong. Uh, and so she's talking about Kevin. <laughs> uh, and, and so... When we were, I, I, when Kevin first, called hang, me hang, out, hang on, yeah. hang on. I have never. She's listening to the week, but she does not know our names. <laughs> I, yeah, no, yeah, she knows mine. <laughs> first of all, I have never said doctors don't know anything. I have always said doctors of educational leadership know a ton. Medical doctors are just people who make educated guesses with your body, and they should not be trusted. You can go on with the segment. So she's a PA at, at a hospital, and so she gives. Uh, medical advice based on I, I uh, in your estimation guesses, um, but educated guesses, uh, educated guesses, um, and so she was listening to our segment where you called me out about back facts, and she back said facts. that us us facts describing medical <laughs> procedures and medical terms was hysterical to her, um, and so she has given us nine uh, medical terms that oh, um, similar to Flynn's favorite films when we just when we, when we talked about uh the teen dramas i don't know what these are and so i'm gonna bring them to these guys i'm gonna go uh each of them is gonna get three 
there's nine total, and so after uh, after each one, I will uh, reveal. Are they are they all is. real? There are three fake ones, and so there are oh, six God. real ones and three <laughs> fake ones. Uh, so it's possible that someone gets all three fake ones, and we don't. Okay. Yeah. Let me, let me I, just let me just say this. Let me just say this. <laughs> I have seen all. I think it's like 16 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. I've seen all seasons of Scrubs. I've seen all seasons of House, and I've seen all seasons of ER. I'm willing to bet right now, before we ever start, a shot of Malort that I win this segment. Interesting. I'll I get, take it. I get more right than my counterparts. As I'll much, as many right or more right than my counterparts. No, 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 no. If you're throwing down the gauntlet, you got to win. There's no ties. <laughs> no, Hove Camp. Let's double it down. Yeah. He has to beat both of us, or we each do a shot. If he, he doesn't, he's going to win everything. If we so, both, yeah. no, no, no. But if we both beat him, he does two shots. Done. Okay. And I guess so. I guess, okay. So Kevin is that we did not Kevin, we did not Kevin cover we did not cover draws. We just didn't cover what a draw is going to be. But I'm he, in for here's this, the thing. I'm I'm uh, to quote. Listen to use it to use a pretty term. I'm literally a doctor. And I have so much time spent training by watching medical dramas that I am that confident that I am. Oh no, I am a hundred percent down to call you out on your hubris. But if we all, if all three of us go one for three, I hardly think that that. Yeah, you should count I think that, that ties are, are are a null. So okay. ties are null. Uh, if Kevin gets uh, uh, more than both of Hovcamp and Jacob, he takes two shots, or they take one shot each. If he loses to both of them. It is two shots for Kevin of Mort. Okay. So I'm going to go down the list. Uh, Kevin, you're up first. Done. Uh, Scalpel also caught a 10 blade. Uh, oh, <laughs> you had questions. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I didn't realize you had problems. And I, I, so, you know, we've covered that I have hosted trivia in the past. I am really bad at pronouncing things. And so this is also, <laughs> this is also for you all. Otitis Media. Otitis Media? Otitis Media. Otitis Media. Otitis Media. Yes. This is a condition when your abdomen um, is contracting um, at, at a way, at a, in a way in which uh, your <laughs> the, the the medium median part of your body is tight it's super tight <laughs> and you need help with muscle relaxers you can treat this with you can try to treat this at home with uh with ibuprofen and heat um but for the most part you if you do end up needing to go to the hospital they're gonna have to treat you with some sort of uh you know muscle relaxers and and, and things like that that's, that's what otitis media is i <laughs> i don't know if that's real or not but you made a convincing argument let's see um Okay, the so, definition that Cora gave. <laughs> the, the, the definition Cora gave is commonly referred to as an ear infection. <laughs> That's basically what I said. <laughs> Abdomens and ears are the same. Kevin's not very right. tall. Everything's only like an inch apart. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, all right. I, I, I'll admit that's over one. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. They got me on that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, dragon pox. That's from Harry Potter. Final 
final answer? answer? <laughs> oh yeah, final answer. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's look it up. Uh, so a potentially fatal contagious disease that occurs in witches and wizards, similar to chicken pox. It's from Harry Potter. That is true. Hovegape is one for one. <laughs> oh wow, this is bad. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I don't not only called out the fake. I know the fake. <laughs> I know about nice it. one. Nice one. Uh, Jacob. Kawasaki disease. <laughs> this game is amazing. Kawasaki disease. If you think it's fake, just say it's fake. But like, if you don't think it's fake, give me a definition. I don't think it's fake. What? Um, I don't, I think I'm trying it's... to read Kevin. Is he flabbergasted at all of these ridiculous names, yeah. or is he like, how does Pretty not know this? Because this is the same face. It's, it's, it's. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> I'm just uh, going down the list, I'm man. I'm gonna resume face. <laughs> Kawasaki disease is a uh, is is uh, most commonly uh, affected. Uh, it's a disease when you eat um, the part of the puffer fish, uh, which is delicacy. <laughs> Um, that is, uh, is they don't remove the poison, so uh, you're poisoned by pufferfish. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Um, so it's it's the definition. Do you know here, this one, Kevin? Oh no, I'm so glad I didn't get it. It's real. It's in like every every medical drama. Um, it's it's. Uh, here's what I know. It's not when you fall off a Kawasaki motorcycle, uh, but that's what I would have said. Um, <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. It's going to be motorcycle. But, it, but it, it is it is absolutely real because because I've seen it on fictional TV shows often, so it's real. So it is the most common cause of heart disease in children in developed countries. It causes inflammation in the blood vessels uh, and particularly around the heart. So, which, well, which, Jacob, which isn't necessarily you are wrong not. about the puffer fish. <laughs> Yeah, I was wrong. Oh, oh for one. Man, I mean, right. that's swinging for the fences, though. Like, holy cow, you were right on that one. <laughs> yeah, you would have gotten two right for that one. <laughs> uh, um, okay, uh, Kevin. Um, Excuse me. For, for this segment, can you just show me some respect? <laughs> Doc- Kevin, nope. Doctor, Doctor Kevin. Dr. Kevin Reynolds. Uh, Kevin, uh, okay. what is a cerebrovascular accident? I know this one. I don't think you do. And I've is only it, seen did, like two oh, Hang on, did you say cerebro or cerebral? Cerebrovascular accident. I just sounded out so I don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's Professor X bleeding out. I was going to say, it's, 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 it's <laughs> Professor X spilling, <laughs> spilling something in cerebro uh, and it's blood. No, um... Cerebro- a cerebrovascular accident. Yep, accident. Is a brain bleed. A c- cerebrovascular accident, more commonly known as a stroke, can be from bleeding into the brain or a clog, uh, clot blocking blood flow. All right, you got that. <clears throat> I'll give you that one. Good job. I, I'll yeah. give that to Kevin. Yeah. Nice one. Nice one. Thank you. Okay. I, uh, I mean, he got it 100% right. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how there's okay. a... I'll I'll he, didn't say, he, didn't say, he didn't say stroke. He, I get, he I'll give it to him. He didn't say stroke, stroke but is? yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, Hove came. Craniorectal inversion. 
<laughs> okay. So I'm going to take what I know about these root words here. And, uh, <laughs> and it sounds it sounds like it's when you're... When he gets the wrong, I have the right switch. answer, just so you know. Um, so it's when, you're, it's when your brain is your butt and your butt's your brain, but I don't think that's real. <laughs> I have I'm the right answer. Another, Would you like to give us the fake. answer? I do, I do. This is the um, this is the medical term for uh, shove your head up your ass. Yes, I believe Doctor Cox says it. That a is times. okay. <laughs> so it, her definition that she gave is uh, when 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 doctors are talking about when a patient has their head up their ass. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, so Kevin cannot get right. points on mine, and it's not nope. a real. Condition. <laughs> nope, it's not a real thing. <laughs> so uh, I will well, not I, be losing on. to Kevin. Hang on, what happened? I get nothing. I said. No, you I get said, nothing. I said no, it was much Hope closer Camp's to. The, She's going down said, the list. It was my answer. Yeah. I said much closer to the definition. No, Hope Camp's did. answer. Hope Camp I is said two it's not for a real two. condition. Hope Camp is two for two. Um, pretty myocardial infarction. Oh, that's a heart attack. That is true. More commonly known as heart attack or a blockage of blood vessels of the heart. Nice one. Nice so, one. So damn you. You give him all the I, easy ones. That I cannot lose. <laughs> I'm going down a list, man. Hang I on, cannot movie. lose, and Kevin and Brady are tied. What movie? Uh, you give him all the easy ones? Oh, yeah, yes, one. Flynn, you've seen this. Damn you. You give him all the easy ones. Um, I don't know. Off the top you've seen of it. Head. I know you've I'm seen sure it. I have. Dude, you, you literally he said it on the podcast. He pop, he pop anonymous? Sure. I tell me. God. Big daddy. Big <laughs> okay. daddy. Big daddy. Okay. Um, I'm in medical mode, man. I'm like thinking about. I'm thinking like a doctor right now. No, you just suck. <laughs> uh, Kevin, you're up. You're up. Let's see if you can get one right. Um, facial one right. blindness. Say one more time. Facial blindness. I have an inappropriate answer. <laughs> uh, facial blindness. This is when I don't have anything appropriate to say. I think it's made up. I actually is is this when you literally can't recognize anyone's face? So it's it also no Bougia. It's the oh, well, inability. You, didn't say that. you just said that I would have been fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> inability to recognize familiar faces. So now, Kevin, I stole yours, <laughs> you stole mine, we'll call it even, and I beat you. Yep, that's a I psychological dude. That's a All psychological right. disease, not a medical <laughs> disease. Not the same thing. Ove Camp, last one for you. Phantom pain syndrome. Oh, come on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> this is when you've seen Phantom of the Opera way too many times. Um, and you're like, hang on, guys. This is yeah, when the chandelier is going to drop. It's fine. Uh, it's, when, it's when you have, it's, you have pain with no source. No, it's when you have a limb removed and you can feel pain in the limb that's been removed, yep. but the limb doesn't exist wrong. there. Yep. I, pain I coming know. from the part of the body that has previously been removed. Yep. We should have gone. So and re- Kevin, Kevin was right there. Hope Camp was wrong, but Hope Camp still beat Kevin. Doesn't matter. So we, still know. beat Kevin. Yeah, and Pretty has also beat Kevin, but one more. Well, here. Pretty. No, say Pretty's, a, no, Pretty's <laughs> no, about to beat Kevin. I, I'm tying Kevin. Oh, you're I have tying to get Kevin. This right to oh. beat Kevin. I, okay. Um, incarceritis. I think that's made up, and it's got something to do with being jailed. It's it's not made up. It is is a physical joint pain, specifically back pain, due to being incarcerated. Uh, it pretty's right, Kevin. You are confidently wrong. Based on based on, <laughs> based on, <laughs> based on, 
and how yes, that, Flynn told the, us that three were made up and there were the six last one was fake. Yeah, it pretty. So it's um, well, it's you, when you a patient becomes you, ill right before jail. You caught uh, me. I answer. Yeah. I answer confidently every time, so that when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. When I'm right, I look really right. Okay, that's kind of how so I am So happy to dole out two Malort shots to Kevin with nice. my companion nice. Jacob Pretty. AKA the two medical experts on this show. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Doctors <laughs> Hope Camp and Doctor Pretty. Mm-hmm. The the order to which these questions were presented is such a big factor here. But you know, fine. blame Cora for doing it randomly. I, I do. I do blame Cora. Cora. Thank you, Cora, for Cora, that, that segment. How dare you remember? insult our listener of the week? We are nothing without right? these people. Cora Cora who didn't respect. remember my name. And there are four of us. <laughs> I say, say, a curse upon your household, Cora. A curse upon your household. A pox? I hope hope your firstborn gets... We're talking about medical terms anymore. I don't think opox is a thing. I hope your firstborn gets incarceritis. All right. We're going to close things out with another little game. Let's play a game. Um, And for those of you that might have watched How I Met Your Mother, uh, we are, in fact, directly stealing from them because we uh, can't. And they ruined – if they're going to ruin their show with a bad two minutes at the end, we're going to take something fun from it and uh, do it for for the sake of the podcast. So this is called Drunk or Kid. And it is as self-explanatory as you would think. We will each go through a couple of real quick scenarios – um, that happened either while we were intoxicated in some way or when we were just not having fully developed brains, uh, a.k.a. kids. So um, some might overlap, actually. Cla- for that. Clarifying <laughs> question. Clarifying sure. question. Am I correct to define kid as under the age of 18? Uh, not necessarily. Well, I, I need you to clarify what a kid is versus I would. I would clarify kid as in your... Lack of like like your lack of cognitive development led you to this decision or this action. Well, if that's the case, I'm still no. A kid. I'm gonna need you to put. <laughs> right, you know what? Fine. Yeah. Uh, t- Give us an eight. Fine. Uh, ten. Ten or under. Ten. Okay. Ten or under. Ten. Yeah. Right. Ten, right. ten or eleven. Ten-ish fine. Or under. Yeah. Ten. I'm not gonna call you out if you said eleven. I'm gonna say that's drunk then because uh, hopefully you weren't drunk. <laughs> you were either. drunk well, at eleven. <laughs> you know, uh, so, in Kevin's in Kevin's time, so you were allowed 10. to drink at the age of nine. So. <laughs> yeah. Let's just let's just say ten or under for kid and intoxicated for drunk. Um. And which one was the prevailing factor? Pretty. Do you have a question? No, I was raising my hand if you were looking for volunteers to go first. Yeah, go first. Ha- hop on it. <laughs> so how do we play this? Do we do we all? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. no. oh so yeah. Pretty will this. pretty will say he knows the correct answer. The three of us will guess, we'll say what we think it is. Pretty will reveal his answer. And if anybody would like to wager anything in the meantime, we can. If not, it's just a fun play along for everybody. Oh no, there has to be more wagers because we're on a hot streak, and I want <laughs> Kevin to do a whole bottle, my lord. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, co doctor, pretty. Um, what, what do you got? <laughs> uh, all right, so <clears throat> the correct response uh, is thank you, co doctor Hofkamp. Thank you, co doctor Hofkamp. <laughs> I do concur. <laughs> um, so uh, one time I was a. Uh, uh, swinging some golf clubs, doing some practice shots and, um, wasn't paying attention. And I, uh, slipped air quotes and, uh, clocked my sister 
in the face because she was standing not too close or uh, a little, maybe a little too close to me and uh, sent her to the hospital and get stitches. Whoops. That's how this works, right? I tell a little story, a little snippet, it's, and it's then you all decide. It's a snippet of the story, and then you, we can go into more detail if we need to. This is so um, interesting to me because when I was a kid, I stood too closely behind a neighbor who was swinging a golf club backwards, and he hit me in the face, and I have stitches, and there's this scar on my face that everyone asks me about often because it's in the dimple area. And I say it was a bar fight, but it was when I was six. <laughs> I think you were a kid. I think you were a kid, too, because I... I remember most of well, I don't remember the shamrocks, but I do do not think that this happened at a at a shamrock. It depends which sister. Can you <laughs> tell us that? No, Flynn, just make the guess. Damn it. Uh kid. Yep. Tenth birthday. Uh and I Gretchen actually slipped. Uh, my sister slipped. Uh, are you? Next I'm to sorry. Me. Are you, you said blaming you your Gretchen. sister for you <laughs> smacking her in the face with a golf club? <laughs> no, I, well, I'm not blaming her, but I'm saying it was. Not, I was not. He's I not was accepting not responsibility this for her. Yes, mistake. that's what's going on. <laughs> yeah, but she's got a Harry Potter scar um, because of it. So, a lightning yep, bolt scar on her old. forehead. Yeah, it's kind of like a hook. But anyways, next story. <laughs> We were um, pulled over by a police officer, and he had negative things to say about the stuffed animals that were in the car. <laughs> I will wager on this one. Yep. Yeah, same. I, I know this 100%. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, it's that college. was definitely drunk. a, a drunk. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I think I know to that stuffed animal, on. too. <laughs> feel free to continue on uh, with, with the story there. I believe uh, there was a moose involved. Yeah, there was. <laughs> <laughs> this is not fair because we've all... We, this, yeah, some of the drunk stories all together. had that moose. Together. So this is, I do this have a couple... A terrible <laughs> segment. So we... Um, my freshman year of college, we... Uh, I, I was in the residence hall, and a couple of the brothers... Rolled into the room with a uh, eight foot tall Booinkle stuffed animal, and they said, "Guys, get in the car. We're going to White Castle. We're bringing Booinkle." And I was like, "Great idea." Um, so one of the guys drove the car, who was uh, the sober driver, and um, there were three of us in the back, one of us in the front, and Booinkle sat on all of our laps and covered, took up the entire back windshield and both back. So we get to White Castle, we bring him in. As soon as we walk in, I said, excuse me, ladies, we're a group of travelers here to raise awareness of moose in the northern Kentucky region. Um, uh, what facts do you know about moose? And they said none, and I, so I made some stuff up. And then they gave us White Castle, and um, there's great photos of us with an eight-foot-tall Bluewinkle doll at 1 o'clock in the morning at a White Castle. On our way home, uh, back to campus, we were pulled over, and the cop pulled us over, and he said, you know, have y'all been drinking? We were like, well, the, the driver hasn't, and the rest of us haven't for hours. Uh, we had just had a lot of White Castle. And he was like, well, you know, I'm not sure your your view is not obscured. And we said, we don't have anything to tie Bluewinkle to the top of the car. Um, so he's just, what would you like us to do? And he was just like, get, 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 get the toys out of the car. 
just get the toys out of the car. We were like, we will, sir. We will, sir. And and he let us go about our business. So that that did happen when I was, um, I'm not sure I was drunk, I, but I definitely was not kid. <laughs> so, uh, oh, quick sidebar about JJ. I was at a wedding a couple weeks ago and literally people were asking me, where's JJ? Uh, and I was like, I don't know. Uh, maybe on. someone has him on. This, this moose was named for JJ, not, and we passed it down for about eight years, I think, that it oh, stayed yeah, it, around. It, yeah, it lived for It stayed around after we, we left college, but then I don't know yeah, if he did after that. It, it didn't last too much longer because it turns out that you can only maintain so many ridiculous traditions that no one knows why they started. Um, I'm, I'm, so. One of the things I'm most concerned about is I'm currently – a um this is bad to say i shouldn't okay i'm gonna say it anyway i'm currently a, a <laughs> i can college, go a i have a story ready admi- if you don't want to say it i'm currently <laughs> a college administrator at a small private catholic college and and in the next in the next 10 years i'll probably be applying for college presidencies and i'm concerned that when when my background check comes through it'll be like there's a story that involves kevin on totalfratmove.com that's just like we brought a, a moose to white castle because um, it's still on the internet somewhere, I'm sure. Oh, um, sure. Everything's still on the internet. Yep. So that's, that's that. I would imagine. I, I feel like if you can own that, uh, people have kept college presidencies through much worse. So <laughs> um, <laughs> here's, here's one of my stories. Um, I was in the kitchen looking for a quick snack, and upon finding nothing to my liking, decided that a big hunk of brown sugar would suffice. So I just snacked on brown sugar. <laughs> um, uh, I'll wager, just because I'm feeling, I'm feeling lucky. <laughs> I'm lucky tonight. Uh, I'll wager uh, the standard, you know, one Malort. And, uh, who, are you, who are you betting? I'm going to say kid. I don't know. Just whoever wants to go against me. <laughs> And your answer is kid. <laughs> he said, kid. "Oh, it's kid. He's uh, a kid." I'll take that. I'll take that action. You were drunk, Kevin. Would you like to get on it? Because I, I agree with Jacob. <clears throat> I don't want to do. This would be my. Th- I've fourth. already. This is a third shot. I, it yeah. would be my fourth. Yeah, double, oh, yeah, no, no, double no, or nothing, man. I'm good at three. How about we both take two? You take two as well. No. no what? No. 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 <laughs> I'm in for one. I he he put up a wager. I, I accepted it. I I agree. One. It's kid. kid. It's drunk. One shot of Malort. Take the bet, Kevin. I was uh, a little bit younger than I had not met these folks yet. I was still in high school, but I did some illicit things in high school. And I was at my parents' house, and I was looking for that late night snack, and I was not sober. And I said, "Brown sugar is probably going to work." And I just took a big glob of this and just was like, "Yeah, this will be great." And then, I mean, it's so dry. <laughs> there's, no, there's no moisture in this. It's just sweet dryness in my mouth. And um, I don't know. I, I imagine it was like the cinnamon challenge, but it was, it was not ideal. I did not get the satisfaction of a snack. And I did, in fact, get like a just awful feeling in my mouth. But I was, I was not sober, and I was definitely old enough uh, po- post 10 years old. So... Uh, Flynn, let's do, let's do this. Let's go around one more time and, and Flynn finish All off right. this round. So <clears throat> one time I was, uh, I was, uh, uh, at the beach with some friends and we went into the ocean. We were kind of playing around just like 
playing in the waves and stuff. Uh, once we leave the ocean, one of the people we were with was like, look down. And we had just been eviscerated by jellyfish. Like, completely, we didn't even notice. We were stung? Yes, a lot. Hmm. I'll throw a wager. Pretty learning nothing. What, what, what are you saying? I'm, I'm saying the standard one shot. That's, no, I, that's oh my, my wager. gosh. What, what is your oh, wager? <laughs> oh, no. I think, I think this sounds like a, uh, this sounds like a, maybe a Colin and Flynn mess around. I think he was drunk. I'll take the action, kid. I'll take the action, kid. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, are no, no. Are betting it's both? <laughs> Which one oh, are you betting? Oh, now Pretty's coming in with it's only one. <laughs> no, th- I did that the last time. I did that the last time. What are you backing now? Who would you like to bet? Would you like to bet me or would you like to bet Kevin? Kevin threw it in first, and Kevin and I are the ones tossing back the Malort shots yeah. this episode, apparently. Oh, yeah, you so guys, you Kevin, guys, Kevin's got you. two, Pretty's got one, Flynn's got one. Nope. And so I was, yeah, Ke- yeah. I was roughly seven years old. That doesn't answer the question. Roughly. I was a kid, yeah. yeah. But you were, you were drunk, right? <laughs> yeah, me and my friends got out of, the, uh, out of the ocean. Our parents were like, what happened? And we're like, what do you mean? And they were like, look down, and we just had jellyfish stings all over our bodies. It was terrible. Nice. All right, let's just keep the cycle going pretty. Uh, tell us your next story. Okay, <clears throat> so this one time, uh, my friend and I uh, stayed up quite <laughs> I thought late. you were going to say at band camp, and then I was going to make that stupid joke, and then I realized it actually could have been at band camp because it's you talking. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I've never been to band camp, actually. <laughs> you can call yourself never, a musician. Never went. Anyways. He's, he's a musician, not a band geek. <laughs> I'm a musician. <laughs> he plays so One time, my friend and I, uh, we stayed up quite late, quite late into the night, um, and then uh, we we fell asleep, woke up early in the morning. Uh, and, uh, like I'm talking like five, six in the morning and we decided, uh, cause there were some woods nearby. We decided to go look for deer. So we went out looking for deer. Uh, well, correction. Uh, we were about to go out and my friend, uh, came up with some, uh, some, what he called, uh, armaments or whatever he thought that he needed, uh, to hunt deer and, um, brought it outside with him. Uh, and I was kind of the lookout and, um, well, lo and behold, uh, he found a deer and, um, he kind of fought it or scared it off a little bit and then, um, ended up, uh, chasing it away. It ran away and then he came back and, uh, took his, his, uh, weapon that he had and just threw it into the ground and then, uh, ran back into our house. Yeah, I'll I'll bet anyone here that it's drunk. I will not take that action because I no will also bet anyone that it's drunk. Yep. We all know. I think we and all. I was going to say, and story. in fact, I literally f- lived with you when that story, with both of you, yeah, when how, that story happened. How how was, was like, I'm going to go hunt a this deer, <laughs> and he threw a sword into the ground and just screamed America. At like three in the morning, <laughs> trying to, to hunt a deer with a sword. Spoiler alert, the deer was fine. And, yeah, the deer just uh, like sauntered away. <laughs> so I intentionally led you all astray 
and described that story like the Seaslack story, knowing you all would all think it was the Seaslack story, but that happened to me at my 12th birthday party when I had friends stay the night yeah. and we ten, lived ten behind, and there was woods behind our house. We <laughs> <laughs> said 10 you drunk at your 12th birthday party? That's irresponsible. No. The wow. rule is you no. were drunk wow. now. Gina, but we Gina, got up. we are looking at you. <laughs> Gina, we, well, you know, you know, what would better you that say? It's better that they do it in the house. Chuck and Gina, inappropriate. <laughs> we got up. We actually, we legitimately did go out hunting uh, deer with, uh, we had like some, uh, I mean, I didn't have swords. Seas like had a sword, obviously. But uh, I ended up, uh, we ended up having like some bats and just kind of sticks or whatever. We walked through the woods and what happened instead is we found a deer, it ran away, and then we actually got cornered by a hunter, like someone hunting way too close to the residential area who like tried to make a stop and he's like, you boys get back here. It's It was actually terrifying thinking about it because we ran back to my parents' house and we get to my parents' house and they had left for the day so we were literally like five 12 year old kids just uh wandering the woods behind I wanna, our house i want to get back to this like you described a story that happened when you were drunk then we said that happened when you were drunk and you said yes but it also happened here you guys were wrong no, so that's, that's against the rules i, I, <laughs> I described it like the like the seaslack story to throw you all off but this just, was actually think, the kids i think story. that the facts were the same in both we were correct. Uh, Gina and Chuck well will back you up because they don't know the right. Seaslack story. They don't know the Seaslack story. Ask them. They'll back you up. Oh, I don't doubt that it up. also happened when you were a kid. I'm just saying we get credit for having getting it right because it also yep. happened when you were a kid. Yep. All I know is I stopped listening, but I'm judging the hell out of Chuck and, and Gina Pretty for letting <laughs> me drink at 12. I'm just really not comfortable with that. We not, I think, I think we, we should move on. Because we should we, move we, on. This is a family-friendly podcast, supposedly. Um, Kevin, do you have another story? I do. Um, I punched a seventh grader in the mouth. <laughs> well, based on our age requirements, he wasn't in seventh grade. <laughs> Was he punching no. above his weight class? Well, that doesn't no, narrow I'm, it down either. No, no it doesn't. Um, he's he's, 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 he's about no. the size of a seventh grader now, so this no, could have happened last week. <laughs> I'm kidding. Though, I'll tell you, some 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 kid, I got home last night, and Kristen told me that they went to the park after school with our 19-month-old adorable child, and some kid hit him in the face at, for no reason. Um, and I was like, all right, well, here's what I need you to do. I need you to sit with a, um, you need you to sit with a sketch artist and get me a description. I'm going to, uh, you know, I, I'm not for hurting children. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to get an ice yeah, cream. No, you came out as pro gun violence, but not against oh, kids. No, 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 no. But, but I'm, I'm going to pose, I'm going to pose as an ice cream man. I'm going to get an ice cream truck. I'm going to hand out ice cream. This kid's going to come up. He's going to say, I'd like an ice cream. And I'm going to say none for you. And you know why. And I'm going to do that every day. Because I'm not going to hurt a child. Yeah, pretty. He's right? not going to smack the 18 No, you should, no, smack it. the you ice cream out of his hand. <laughs> do that, pretty. But, no, but, but I was trying so, to find what's ways. What's a real story? All right, here we go. I broke my collarbone playing Frisbee. I di- it didn't happen at Destin because we were champions. Did not. Uh, uh, I think you were a kid. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take a shot on this one. I think he was, I think he was, uh, I think it's w- roughly around the time that he maybe started um, one of his positions at this university, and uh, he was playing with some, some students there. I was drunk with students? 
I'm gonna it's say not kid, and I'm it's gonna not take kid or adult, pretty. Yeah. It's kid or drunk. Okay. In your scenario, is that he got oh, wasted with his my new bad. students? I've been playing this wrong. I've been playing this wrong. <laughs> cool prof. Uh, no, I'm gonna say kid. I'm gonna take pretty on that bet. I'll also take pretty on that bet. Yeah, pretty bet. Two shots, my lord, for Flynn. Two shots, my lord, for Huff Camp. That's how I That's heard it. Um, and no. and this is this is kind of cheating because. When we brought this up, I really thought the answer was going to be under 18. When I was 16 at at our high school, I um, yes yeah, was playing cheating. was playing. Oh yeah, I know yeah. it is. Pretty, at this point, you only I, have to take one shot from each of us. I, yep. yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I didn't have anything else to bring because we set the terms late. Uh, shame on whoever puts this in the show doc. But I was 16. I put it in a week ago. Ask a question. <laughs> I was 16, and we were playing Ultimate Frisbee, and I threw a line drive to one of our teammates who was in the end zone. I was very far away. It was a gorgeous throw. And one of my very close friends, uh, Brendan, had jumped, and it hit him square in the face. And he was maybe 10 yards away from me. And it was going to leave a mark. So he got mad and tackled me, and uh, sort of as a joke because we were friends. But when he got up, he got up awkwardly and his knee definitely cracked my um my shoulder my uh, collarbone so i broke my collarbone as a sophomore in, in high school because stunted uh, his growth right then and there frisbee. and and that's what happened i, I was destined for the the national leagues of, of sports since how then. did they repair your collarbone with leeches or Oh no! It was uh, it was rusty nails from the 1900s. They, they took them okay. out of the railroads and put them into my arm <laughs> with a sledgehammer. It was it, one of my claims to fame is that it was um, uh, uh, it wasn't Davy Crockett who was the guy that was in charge of the railroads who was really great at that. Johnny something. I think you're, you're, yeah, I was like Johnny Appleseed. That's not, not Appleseed. railroad. No, it's uh, uh, oh my you know God. what I'm talking about. Carnegie's, though. Rockefellers, Carnegie's. No, I don't. Are you know. talking about the tall anyway, tale? John Henry, John yeah, Henry, t- John Henry, John Henry. Yes. Nailed it. That, That's another yeah, shot. Tall tale. Tall tale. Great movie. Tall tale. Great movie. Endorsement of Tall Tale tonight. Sponsor, not, not a sponsor, but but an unofficial sponsor of the Bourbon Brothers podcast is Tall Tale the film. Uh, Pecos Bill, John Henry, and uh, and Etal. Paul, Paul Just Bunyan great, and the Blue film. Ox. Paul Bunyan and the Great Blue, Blue Ox. Come on, oh, great film. And about an hour and a half into this episode, if if anyone wants to be a sponsor for what's <laughs> happening right now, <laughs> contact us. You know, we're we're receptive to your money. So yeah, on the on the on the way of soliciting uh, sponsors, um, I once broke a statue of Jesus and had to buy it. Kid. 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 He takes a shot of bourbon as if to make us feel like we're wrong, but we are right. He was yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. He was a kid. Yeah, yeah, you're he was kid. absolutely right. It actually still rests at my parents' house. I was a very young kid, broke this little thing of Jesus at uh, the religious store that is in Louisville, Taninis. Not a sponsor. Taninis. Uh, Love Taninis. Taninis wants to sponsor us now. I'm sure they're listening. Listen, Taninis is obviously listening, disappointed, and we're sorry, but we're happy for you um, because you've got a shout out. 
Um, but yeah, so I just, I was a little kid. I broke this statue and they were like, well, you guys got to pay for that now. And, uh, I was a little young, so I couldn't quite get in too much trouble, but also like I was in trouble. And now there's this weird Jesus statue that, I mean, my mom glued it back together and was just like, we're going to prominently display this picture of Jesus (laughs) for decades. (laughs) What's our response to this? Which seems aggressive. It was, but whatever. I feel like Mary has, has not remembered that story. Like if, if oh, you were no, to say what it. happened with that statue of, of Jesus, she wouldn't remember. Yeah, she does. You, yeah, she, are you talking okay. about Mary, the mother of God? Why do you, no, why do you think I'm the, why do you think I'm uh, the third favorite child? Mary Francis. She's oh, all that against Mary me Francis. from the get go. I understand. I understand. <laughs> all right. No, I'm up I, last. Seriously. To Ninny's great, great shout out to Ninny's, uh, unofficial <laughs> slogan. I always called it to Catholic, but spelled like it sounds to See you there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Spelled like Are a we doing a book signing there or something? <laughs> I will See sign there. Every, I'll sign every book in that place. Kevin's going to show up and be like, we're promoting our podcast. It doesn't align with your values, but this we're going to do it anyway. Why this are is you the signing? Bourbon and Brother, this is the Bourbon Brothers Bible. Uh, would you like it, sorry, Why would you are you like signing sign King James Bibles? And I'm like, thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Shout out to Tanini's. <laughs> okay. Uh, apparently a sponsor now. <clears throat> All right, so the last one for the night. Uh, one time I was downtown Maysville and uh, decided to, to walk home the scenic route. I've been hanging out um, like near the river. And, and so I was like, you know, I want to see the river. And so I started walking. On, and, and the flood wall in Maysville goes like a hill that you can like walk down either side. A and then what? It, the flood a wall. A hill. A heel? No, a heel. A heel. A heel? A heel. A heel. A heel. You got real so, Maysville there for a minute, brother. You were like, so, it, in Maysville, there's a heel. Time out. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, you can go down the heel um, on either side, or or uh, the, the, the hill eventually turns into this 20-foot concrete wall. And I was like, you know, that wall goes all the way to the, the next part of the flood wall, which is also a hill. So that's near my house. I'm just going to walk on the concrete wall. 20-foot drop on either side. I I then realized that's a bad idea to, to walk on this, like, two-foot-wide concrete cliff. And so I was like, I'm just going to find the next uh, stairwell down, the, the, the ladder. But the ladder was uh, blocked off. Two-thirds of it was blocked off. And so I was having to, like, climb down in this, like, tiny little little thing with my friends um, and make it home. And my parents were not happy that I did that. Mm. I'm going to I'm, – I'm feeling this one. I'm going to say drunk, and I'll bet anybody that wants it. So parents not happy with Flynn – like he's thirty, and that's still true today. So that's a hard, that's a hard qualifier yeah, to say. Oh, you know, the parents weren't happy with him, so obviously he was a kid. Like you know, I was with him. I was with his parents a couple weeks ago, and they were like, "This is my disappointing son, Flynn." And I was like, "I know." So and this is I, disappointing I, friend Hope Camp. <laughs> yeah. That whore. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know, I, um, I don't know if anybody will bet me, but I, I'm pretty confident that it was drunk. <sighs> I want to take the action. Can I, I want to take the action. So here's what I'll do. You you should, because I would like to can I, I would like to abstain, but just state that I think uh, you were with one of the croppers. And so that kind of covers the kid and drunk basis. Yeah, here's what I got with the croppers since I was in yep. fifth grade. So yeah, here's yeah. My, my issue with this story so is I'm, I'm sure that. I'm sure I've heard it, which makes me want to think he was drunk. But Huffcamp asked if I wanted the action, and it's it's the end of the podcast, and that's what I do at the end of the podcast. So I'm taking it. I'll take. I'm. I'm he was kid, and uh, Huff, I will challenge you. Next podcast, we do worst bourbon in your house. One shot to start the pod. I'll allow it. That sounds good. Done. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one, Flynn. I also was walking down this flood wall one time in Maysville, <laughs> and uh, we realized that it was pretty sheer, and we were pretty wasted. On uh, we should probably get down. And so I decided that the next time that we could get down, we should. Flynn said, here's a ladder. And it was definitely boarded up on most of it. And it was even more dangerous to try to get down. But we did it. And uh, Flynn's right. His parents were not happy that we walked up. I was set up here. <laughs> Jack Hughes. Jack, Jack Hughes, Flynn. You've set me up. I knew that was the I knew I'd heard this before. Yep. But I'm yeah, not one parents, to back parents, down from a like challenge. Whenever they talk about Hove Camp, um, they have a few things that they talk about. And one of them is that. One of them is that. Am is I the that, bad guy in that? Like, did I make every time? That? They, no, every time no, his I'm parents, clearly the. I okay, told I, you were I, like, I, no, no. I remember it vividly. <laughs> you were, you were like, let's just go on the street, and I was like, no, let's go on the flood wall. And so, <laughs> I, I know that I'm not the bad guy. I wanted to make sure your parents knew that too. No, no, they <laughs> know that. They know they looked at me that night. I'm pretty sure they're like, why did you do that to him? <laughs> Huff Camp walks in a room. And the Ashleys, like his his like silhouette nuance is like they they hear the the song "Promiscuous Girl," like when he walks in, it's like Hub Camp montage. He walks in and it's like "Promiscuous Girl," wherever you are, and it's yeah. And I get that, and I knew I'd heard that story. That was a stupid yeah. bit I made. I, I, I do this uh... at the end of the podcast. <laughs> you know what? Here's what I'll do to make it up. I will eat White Castle for seven days in a row. You won't. You, you won't. won't. I won't. No, you I lost won't. that one already. No, I won't. Okay. I'll take a shot of whiskey next time. Great. Awesome. Wonderful. Oh, darn. Yeah. It'll be so different. <laughs> Kevin, do I need to bring that bottle back over to you? You Don't definitely you need to bring some alert because so many shots are owed from that, I believe. Yeah. How many? So so count it up. How, so at the end of the episode, two two, Kevin, Kevin, how many malort two. shots and then one bourbon, one yep. worst bourbon in your house? Which Jacob, you should bring their Jepsons over to. Tavern. I was going to say, I, yep. do I, I'll, yep. I'm going to tell seriously. Somebody, please bring him a bottle of garbage bourbon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jacob, no, how many? Malort, the worst, the the worst bottle of bourbon in sight right now is the leftover from Derby of Maker's Mark with. Uh, that's not. That's not what you said. You said worst bourbon in your house, so we'll pay up when the when the worst bourbon no, in your no, house no. is time for Maker's pay. Mark with um, mint julep. Mint julep. It can't get a yeah. lot worse than that. I brought mm. that. Thank you. It's not good. I don't know. It's yet. not great. It's not. Uh, pretty, how many shots do you owe? Dose. Okay, two so shots, two more shots each at the next Flynn, episode. you owe one? No, 
I didn't. I didn't bet anyone. Are you sure? I thought you lost. Yeah, yeah, no, he didn't. Oh no, that's right. Because Kevin should have taken the action and instead denied you the loss. Yep. Yeah, then I would have mistakes real, were made real, for Kevin rough, tonight. Real rough looking episode for yeah, Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> Tough yeah. look for my guy. The Kate next Ray. episode is going to start <laughs> off so strong. Oh. Hashtag, hashtag not a doctor. <laughs> Am a doctor. Not a doctor. Am a doctor. Wait a minute. Isn't that, hold on, Hope Camp, isn't that like the, the that's like the tagline for like the producing company for like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, right? Yes. Not a doctor. Not a doctor. Oh, God, yeah. it is. <laughs> not a doctor. <laughs> Kevin is basically the end of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yep. yep. Not a doctor. Not a doctor. <laughs> and we've reached the end of right. this episode. So uh, you guys might have known that we've been at the end of this episode for a while. So <laughs> take, take that last little sip of bourbon. Uh, in, enjoy uh, one on us. And we will see you all next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Cheers. Follow us on the things. 